Welcome to the Splash Assass Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And on the Thursday, August 10th episode, we had Margaret Josephs, we had Margaret Kiss, and we had Shane Doug Douglas Douglas Miley Cyrus. Okay, so we start off the show by talking about Hawaii. Randomly enough, I mean, it started because Margaret Josephs started a uh, alcohol, non-alcoholic beverage line. And Jeff, of course, as a good friend does, turned his show, his platform into a QVC spinoff. And that's fine. Well, you know, I get it. But I will just say, obviously, what's happening in Hawaii right now, there are crazy wildfires and it's awful. And if anybody's been to Hawaii, you know that it's just like this sacred place. Like, I can't even believe that the United States gets to call it its own because it's too beautiful for us. Like, we don't deserve it. It's just it's a gem. It's a gem. And it's like a a land of rainbows and sea turtles and now wildfires and it's awful but so what's happening in Maui and there's been a lot of destruction in Lahaina and I first heard about Lahaina like eight years ago when my friend and I we were supposed to be renting this room in Honolulu and the girl we were renting from she was still going to be there for a few days so she was sleeping on the couch while we took the room and we hadn't like finalized payments or anything yet And then we found a fucking cockroach in the bed. And by find, I mean, it was crawling on our face. Like, oh my God, no, it was disgusting. So yeah, we did what anybody else would do and booked a next day plane ticket. (laughs) And we snuck out at 5 a.m. from this apartment because we hadn't paid yet. Yeah, it was, yeah. And then we just flew on an eight-seater plane to Maui and we lived in Kanapali for a few months, which is right next to Lahaina. So I knew about Lahaina because when we would go there, we always remembered how to pronounce it when we would travel and whatever because it rhymed with vagina. So vagina, Lahaina. But um, oh my God, thoughts and prayers. Also, thoughts and prayers for Margaret Josephs that she gets rid of this fucking bat problem. Oh my gosh. So she comes in late last night without her glasses on and still sees a bat from across the house. Like, that was the most confusing part to me. She was like, I didn't have my glasses on or my contacts in and I just see this bat. And I'm like isn't it blind as a bat? Isn't that the saying? Like literally you're supposed to be blind as a bat. Like you were supposed to be blind without your glasses on. And the bat was supposed to be blind because it's already a bat. So it's blind as itself. And you were both supposed to be blind to each other. How did you, maybe you don't need glasses, Margaret Josephs. I think you're cured. Like if you can see a bat, then you're good. You are good. But um, no, it's no good to have bats in your fucking house. So her husband, Joe, got a towel while Margaret locked herself in the bedroom with her dog (laughs) as any supportive spouse would do. (laughs) 
I love it so much. Um, and yeah, Joe basically caught it in a towel and then let it outside. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it reminded me of the office episode where Dwight, he catches, they have a bat in their break room. And he catches it in a trash bag, but Meredith is coming out of the bathroom and she, he gets her head stuck in the trash bag too. So she's caught with the bat in her head in the trash bag. (laughs) The office is such a good fucking show. Okay. So for Margaret though, it was the second bat in six months. Like, I'm sorry. No, that's a nightmare on ice. That is a nightmare on ice. Like, shouldn't she be getting rabies shots? I know a caller called in later and was like, you should be getting rabies shots. And Margaret Joseph is like, haha, no, I, I Googled some things. We're fine. We're fine. No, you're not fine, ma'am. You are not fine. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because if you have one bat, doesn't that mean that the whole fucking family moved in? You just don't know it? You just don't, they just found better hiding spots. Like, how do you know if these bats are nibbling on your toes while you're getting beauty rest? How would you know if they're biting you secretly? And you wouldn't, especially Margaret Joseph, she wouldn't even realize it because her husband, Joe, cleans her feet every morning with his pee when they shower together. All right, maybe it's not every morning and not what well, is he doesn't always pee on her feet, but some sometimes he does, all right? And she said that, not me, okay? But there was a lot of golden shower talk. <laughs> and like just like Margaret Joseph is okay with her baby toe getting an accidental golden shower every now and then, NBD. Uh Jeff and Shane have clearly been having in-depth discussions about the possibility. Like, okay, but if you meet a wicked hot potential date and they really just want to pee all over you, is it that bad? Is it that bad? Um Jeff and Shane, I'm just saying, I think you guys are not just like willing to accept it from a potential partner. I think you guys might be the freaks. I think you guys actually secretly kind of want to do a golden shower. Okay. Now that it's so easy to be shocked at things, but it's also even easier to then normalize yourself to it. So at first you're shocked by the thought of a golden shower, but let it simmer, let it simmer in your head for a little bit. And for guys in your little head as well, you know, all the heads, they can think about the golden shower. (laughs) (laughs) and eventually yeah you're like not only would I let somebody do that but I might fuck I might want to too I don't know if we're already in the shower we're already being rinsed off like okay we're adding a little color to the water we're just it's spicing it up I don't know I don't know so moving on in JLL Jeff Lewis mentions he got an email from Bravo honestly when he first said it because he was like Bravo doesn't email us that often blah 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 I truly thought that they were going to be like, Jeff, you did amazing on Watch What Happens Live. Thank you so much. Da da da. I didn't even see the episode, but I'm just guessing. I'm guessing. I'm sure he did great. And so when I actually found out that the email from Bravo said there should be no discussion about R-H-O-N-J while Margaret and Margaret are on, like just keep it to company and personal life and meow, meow, meow. Um... What the fuck, bravo, 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 fucking bravo. Get off your high horse, babe, babe, okay? I don't even remember what happened last season. I don't even remember what castmates were on. Like, who gives a fuck? Nothing, that's what I'm saying. Like, when they're like, the teasers, don't talk about this season, that season, what up? Like, 
we don't, there hasn't been anything that crazy besides like Jen Shaw going to jail and, or like Vicky, like Brooks faking cancer, like things like that are huge. Other than that, a little light, like Teresa and Melissa. Okay. Well, I don't give a fuck. I don't, what could Margaret possibly say? I just don't get it. I Bravo, like get over yourself that season already aired. We don't care. It wasn't that great. Nothing great happened on it. Like it's all a wash. It's a fucking wash. Just like Margaret and her husband need to go wash them fucking selves. Because again, I get it. Margaret's like, I did research only 3% of bats have rabies. Why are you even playing with statistics? Well, if you have to Google something, you already know. You know, if you have to Google, do I need a rabies shot? Then yes, you need the rabies shot. And the only reason that Margaret's justifying it and trying to talk herself out of it as the hypochondriac she claims to be, claims to be, because if I fucking made eye-to-eye contact with the bat, you know for damn sure next day we are in that doctor's office. Except here's the thing. It's not just one rabies shot. If you've talked to anybody that's taken them, (laughs) I know so many people that have gotten bitten by bats. No, I'm kidding. I'm like, I fucked every Batman out there, every single version. No, but truly, if you do get bitten by a bat, you have to go through a series. And it's, it's so many shots. You're wicked sick for a while. Like, nobody wants to do that. So I'm just saying, Margaret and Joe you should probably clear your schedule for the next few weeks and go visit your doctor. Again, just because you saw one, that doesn't mean there's not others in your sleep. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like, and it was the second bat that they had in months. No, this, this can't be a normal occurrence. Like truly either start wearing garlic to bed, like literally like bathe in garlic or, Get your shots. Get go. Yeah, get your shots. But truly the craziest thing about Bravo emailing Jeff is that first, <laughs> first his reaction was like, that's so rude. That's so fucking rude to tell me not to talk about blah, blah, blah. Um, And then he was like, you know what? It's not even rude. It's not rude. It's terse. It's fucking, it's terse. And I was <laughs> Who let Jeff Lewis casually say terse and not call it the fuck? What do you mean? Well, I know. No, no, no. That left me dead. I'm in a fucking hearse because of your terse. Are you jo- like, who just throws out terse unless it's rehearsed ahead of time with your assistant Shane beforehand? He's like, all right, Jeff, word of the day to toss into the show. <laughs> Somehow make sure you say terse. At least that one's easier to spell. Okay, so then we talk about how there's no windows, no windows around the New York metropolitan area, as in in Jeff's hotel and like the places he's been, they tile everything. They tile everything to try to cover up the fact that you can't see into the outside world. Even Margaret, her bathroom, no windows, all of that. Okay, I'm just saying if I was in a place with no windows because I'm a big, I need to see nature. And since the Harry Potter moving portraits, those aren't a thing yet, yet, yet. Um, Yeah, no, I would just have a digital frame. I would have a giant digital frame with footage from nature. I guess you could just have a TV and play like Netflix. (laughs) I don't know, like Planet Earth or something. But, you know, like... Oh my God. No, no, no. Wait. Okay. But then the TV also has air vents so that as it's like showing you scenery from uh, the mountains of Wyoming or some shit, 
all of a sudden a light breeze comes through the TV air vent. So it's like, not only are you seeing it, but you're feeling it. Oh, what the full, that's like a 4D experience. 4D experience, okay? It could also be called a gangbang if you get 4Ds in one experience. <laughs> Moving on, Margaret Sr., she met this guy named Alfred, this little fella, 90-something years old, which basically led into a lot of assisted living facility chatter. And they mentioned, Jeff talks about how one of his favorite memories of his grandma is that... <laughs> One of her friends in the old lady gang, she would leave the card game or whatever game in the middle of their assisted facility living space and go back to her room to give her hubby a blowjob, a blowjob as any doting wife would up until they're 90 years old. God, God, if that fucking shit still lasts till 90, tap me out, tap me out. Unless... Unless she got her clit sucked too. If she got her clit, then fair is fair. But if you're just going to give your husband a blowjob and you don't get, no, that's not, no, at least get a slip of the finger. Okay. So, um, then Margaret, Margaret Joseph, she goes, oh, that living assisted facility story reminds me that I have the funniest story. Okay. So this lady's husband died and... (laughs) Oh my, she lost me there. She lost me there because I was just so stuck on the intense swing of the pendulum from, oh, I have the funniest story. So I'm preparing to chuckle my head off, cackle like an old hag, as they say in New York on the new housewives. Okay. I didn't come up with that. So, but I do love a cackling hag. I clearly am one. And so, um, Yeah, but then for Margaret to be like, the funniest story. Okay, so this lady's husband dies. I'm I'm like, is that the punchline, Margaret? Is that the punchline? Because the way you just set it up, I I was expecting to chuckle right away. And I'm, yeah, sorry for her death. Okay, but Jeff Lewis, he's excited. He's actually excited to one day pick an assisted living place and just accept it. Like accept that you're getting old. You need help. You need assistance with your living. And both Margaret Joseph's and senior, they're like, no, no, you'll have full-time help. You don't need to be in one of those places. And Jeff is like, no, like I want to be, I want to be, send me to leisure world, send me to leisure world. And a couple comments. First of all, I love Jeff's attitude. I fucking love it because I agree. Like when you're a tiny baby, you need help getting taken care of, right? Then life comes into a full cycle. And if you are lucky enough, lucky enough to be in your elderly ages and get through the full life cycle, then guess what? When you come full circle, you're going to need to be taken care of again. And so many old people fight that. And I get it. I get it. Like it's scary. And you, one last thing of control, like you don't want to die or get out, whatever, but like, okay. Do you know any humans that have gotten out alive from this planet? I don't, I not yet. Anyways, Walt Disney might, 
eat once he gets unfrozen, but we're still not even there yet. We're still not even at the defreezing. So I'm just saying like, yes, why wouldn't you want to be in a place where you can make friends your own ages and have somebody take care of you? And like my grandma did it with the best attitude, just like Jeff. And she found a place, there's a pub and she's in theater class and she does yoga all the time. Like she lives a better, more fulfilled life than I ever will. And it's amazing. I love it all. And I also wanted to say, because Jeff kept on mentioning Leisure World, Leisure World. So I only know about this because I, when I came back from Hawaii, I actually ended up moving to California and randomly had a family member that lived in Leisure World, the same one Jeff's talking about near Orange County. OC, Orange County. Yeah. So Leisure World is a giant like mecca for people that need assisted living and there's always events and things to do and dinners and party, all so many things. And I just had to mention that, yes, it's called Leisure World, but the real nickname around there, if you're not from there, let me tell you, it's Seizure World. Seizure World. It's not funny. It's not funny. That's so awful. It's supposed to be like, oh yeah, we're in our elderly years. Let's live a life of leisure. But it's actually like you're living a life of seizures. Oh my God. RIP. And I wish the best for anyone living leisurely and hopefully you're not seizurely. I don't know. I don't. Okay. So moving on, Jill Zarin, she had a big successful charity event that was full of people on the verge of heat stroke. Oh no, I'm telling you the humidity is not a fucking joke on the East coast. I had to wrangle my cats to the vet today. I'm not even going to get into that, but let's just say when I came back, my house looked like it got robbed straight up. Like I'm talking mattresses overturned couches flipped over. Cause those motherfuckers and by motherfuckers, I mean my little baby fur angels that (laughs) I love more than anything. Um, and, and they hate the vet more than anything. So yeah, we they put up a fight and I fucking won, but I was sweating more than life itself. So so was everybody at Jill Zarin's event. And especially little bossy, her dog. Oh my gosh. So they had to put him in a bucket of ice as if he's like a bottle of champagne to cool down. What? What? Um, and also all I thought was, thank God, thank fucking God that the ice bucket challenge isn't still a thing. Oh, can you imagine somebody at Jill's event wanting to get some clout on social media and do the ice bucket challenge? Oh my God, pour it all over me. And then they're, cause it's an open bar. So they're a little shit face and whatever. And then suddenly along with the ice cubes, there's just a 10 pound ball of fur toss in your face like that that actually probably would have gone viral that actually would have gone viral they should have done that people should have put like goldfish no wait that's like animal torture oh my god i take it all back take it all back who said that not this girl so coming back from the jll break the first break i am so confused now jeff mentioned how todd lewis will be on the after show and shane was like yeah no i just saw him walk by in the hallway what do you wait what do you mean okay either shane is watching a live stream of los angeles or todd lewis is in new york like what the fuck i thought that jeff and shane were in new york and todd was in la with julian brandy so why is shane seeing him in the hallway at sirius xm i don't know what is real nothing nothing everything's fake 
I, I don't even think that Jeff Lewis, Margaret Josephs, Shane Douglas, Todd Lewis, Julian Brandy, none, they are in California or in New York. They're not in leisure or seizure world or the Big Apple. No, they're, they're on like some Planet X. They are on Planet X with all of the real celebrities and influencers and everything. Like this shit is all fake and they're all living on Planet X with Elon, their leader. And I don't know what us mere mortals are doing here i don't know like we are just little puppets and i feel like my puppeteer has too many puppets to control and forgets about me and so i have to cry out in other forms like creating the unofficial jeff lewis live after show okay moving on jeff tells a funny story about how uh, ali shapiro jill's daughter jill zarin's daughter always claims that jill tried to send her to fat camp when she was younger it was even on the Oh, gee, Roni. <clears throat> and Jill was like, no, it wasn't fat camp. It was to help you with diabetes. It was a fitness camp. It was a wellness. It was a mental health retreat. I, I, literally anything except fat camp. Okay, do you guys remember MTV? Just that. Do you remember MTV? Are they still around? I don't know. No, they are. But they had a fat camp show and... We used to be obsessed with it. I watch it all the time. I think it was literally called MTV's Fat Camp. Like, it was awful. But because of that, my friend and I, we also had body dysmorphia. And we wanted to go to Fat Camp so fucking bad in middle school. So fucking, probably the same age as Ali Shapiro. But unlike Jill Zarin... (laughs) Our parents had the opposite reaction. And they wouldn't let us go. They're like, what the fuck would you guys do at fat camp? Like, you're not, what? I don't even know what that is. And you're not eligible, I don't believe. And we were like, according to Teen Vogue, we are. So please let us go be anorexic. And they were like, no. And so then we found other ways to get eating disorders, huh? Allegedly. Um, But I just thought it was hilarious that like my friend and I begged for years to go to fat camp and our parents said no. And here Jill Zarin is giving Allie our dream summer. Our dream summer was to be at fat camp. (laughs) I still think it would have been. It really was like fitness camp, especially on the MTV one. Like they just literally made these kids work out 24 seven. It truly was awful just for the fact that it was kids. Like if you want to be an adult, like on the biggest loser, that's one thing, but to exploit these young kids. Okay. Yeah. Bethany, make sure you get that reality star union going and get it back in time to throw some royalties to the MTV fat camp cast. Love that show, and I love everyone that was on it. Okay, so wrapping up JLL, they come back from the break with Jeff launching into another QVC commercial for Marge. Again, we accept it. I won't say anything. But at one point, he did say the Marges, as in Margaret Joseph's and her mom, Margaret Kiss, the Marges, and... Since Dr. Donna's getting a show up with the JL channel now, congratulations. That's amazing. So I was thinking if the Marges were to ever get a show, not just on the Jeff Lewis channel. I know he's literally turned into the Oprah. He Jeff Lewis is the new Oprah. And he's like, you get a show, you get a show, you get a show. All on my fucking channel, bitch. I love it. But um, I was just thinking that the Marges, their show could be called 
Marge Madness. Marge Madness instead of March Madness. Marge Madness. What the? Are you joking me? Are you joking me? That name alone, the branding alone that you could do with that. Again, Jeff is giving everybody else jobs. I'm just saying my brain is available for hire. Okay, I love you guys so fucking much. We will be back tomorrow with another recap. In the meantime, have the best fucking day. I love you forever. Bye. Splash. Splash, splash. Splash, splash. Splash, splash.